You're about to enjoy an It Takes Three Network podcast. Wrong place, wrong time? Need immediate bail assistance? Call Big H Bail Bond Service at 760-555-0188 for your go-to bail advice in the greater Indio area. That's 760-555-0188. Any court, any jail, any time. Say I bless me. Welcome back to Let's Talk OC, an OC podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And this week we are discussing Season 3, Episode 16, The Road Warrior. Original air date, March 9th, 2006, written by Mike Kelly and directed by Michael Fresco. Ryan and Sadie go on a road trip to try and find Johnny's dad to make things right. Oh. Oh, okay. Jack. Jack, Jack Harper. Okay, so <laughs> I don't know if you felt that the beginning was weird because it's been a month since last episode. Has it been a month? Mm-hmm. Well, do you mean the beginning of the episode as far as like the previously on? Well, okay, so the previously on starts out with Misha narrating yeah. and she's yeah. like, in case you haven't watched the OC in a while. <laughs> so it has been a month since last episode? Yeah, since February. And I just felt that the opening, like the recap with the music did not match. Well, it was very up upbeat. You know, that typical OC music they use when it's goofy and like Seth's around or Julie's around. And it w- didn't really go with the tone. Yeah, you're right. No, it didn't because they show what happened with Johnny and him falling off a cliff and it's this upbeat music and my brain is like, these things don't line up. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know? Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, like we said, the recap was weird. Misha's narrating. And when I looked up the dates, it's been like almost exactly a month since these two episodes in original airtime aired. Wow. Yeah. So in the episode, though, is it supposed to be a month? Or what? it's been only a no. I think it was only a week, right? I maybe I'm confusing things up. You know, that's a really good question because as we get into it, I definitely want to discuss time with you with certain certain things that are mm. occurring. Mm-hmm. But okay, so the episode opens up. We're in Summer's room, and we hear her voice. She is, we hear her just trying to decide on which bathing suits that she should choose. And we realize that it's her voice that she pre-recorded and she's listening to herself <laughs> narrate her life. I enjoyed this. I thought this was really funny. This was And so Marissa funny. comes in and she's like, what is happening in here? Yeah. And Summer's like, I'm trying to make my life more dramatic and meaningful. Like, this is what happens on TV shows. Great women always have their lives narrated for them. And we also learned that it's senior year, second semester. Right. So what does that make it? Second semester is like January to May, right? Or possibly like January to June. Yeah, because Valentine's Day was last weekend. Um, yeah, oh, it was right. last episode. That's so true. So it's got to so be. So we're almost like end of February. Yeah. Yeah, confusing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but Marissa grab summer she's like it's fine let's just go because they have a date at the cohen's in the hot tub and this is what also felt weird too this is why i wanted to discuss the timing with you because i'm like 
I don't know how long it's been because you have Seth hanging out with Summer and Marissa. It seems that like Ryan hasn't been coming around because they make Mm -hmm. a note to say that. Yeah, that no one has seen him. Yeah, and that Ryan's been missing, but Marissa's been kind of been acting normal towards Summer and Seth. Right. Yeah. I. So maybe it's, it's, it's got to be a couple of weeks. It's got to be a couple of weeks. Right. They've got to be distant enough. Like it wouldn't just have been this week that they were distant. Plus, how, when did Gwen go to her sister's house? And when did, you know, so things have probably been occurring right. for a couple of weeks. Yeah. 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 So we find that. As they're in the hot tub, Seth calls Ryan because he's like, oh, my God, I have two girls on me in the hot tub. Where are you? And Ryan is over at Gwen's. He's helping Sadie fix the loose pipe underneath the sink. And there's just flirtation happening. And Mm -hmm. there is laughter. And just it just made me feel uncomfortable. I'm like, hold up. How long has it been? This does not feel right. I felt like the last time we saw Sadie and Ryan, they were discussing death and how to deal with it. Right. And And then now it's kind of like he became her handyman, helping out, laying her pipes, if you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And so Ryan's like, all right, I'll be there soon. He hangs up with Seth. He's like, I have to towel off. But he cuts Seth off because Seth's like, why do you have to towel off? Yeah, like, why are you wet? What's happening? But the pipe burst, and so Sadie and Ryan are wet. And as this is happening, the cops show up, and they're asking questions about Johnny's death. Mm. And so Sadie's like, Ryan, don't worry about it. Like, I'll take care of it. Just sneak out. And so he leaves out of the back door. Right. Yeah. The next day, Marissa and Summer, they're hanging out at Marissa's. And Summer, she's so cute. She's like, I just want to have a party. And... She's like, oh, maybe a double date. And Marissa's like, uh, that's kind of like what we always do. But Summer's catching on. She's like, actually, not really, because we haven't seen you and Ryan together in a while. Yeah, Summer's being a good friend. She's like, something is wrong. She's trying to push Marissa to talk to Ryan because, as we know, they haven't spoken. And if you're supposed to be in a relationship with someone and you don't speak for that long or you don't make a point to talk or see each other, like, red flag. So Summer's probably picking up on that. Yeah, and Marissa even says, whoa, don't blame me. Like, Ryan's the one who didn't show up to the hot tub last night. Right, but she's still being very distant. Yeah, Um, but it's definitely apparent that Marissa and Ryan are avoiding each other. And then Summer, she slightly mentions, because she has problems going on too, that she can't talk to her dad. And they get interrupted because Marissa ends up getting a call, a mysterious phone call. So Ryan and Seth, before school, they go to Sadie's, and it turns out that the bank is going to foreclose on Gwen's mortgage. There's no insurance money from the accident because the cops believe they they discovered new evidence and they want to talk to Marissa. What did you think about Ryan and Seth showing up to see Sadie? I thought it was freaking random and so random. Thank not you. Necess- not necessary, but obviously Ryan needs to see Sadie. Right. He just has that pull to her. And so any excuse in the book to go and see her, I think that's he's taking it. But yeah. then he drags Seth into it, and Seth's not dumb. He's like, uh-huh. he's probably like, what are we doing here? But yeah. And I also feel that they know <laughs> it's like Seth. 
and Summer and Marissa probably feel this, like, why is Ryan always over there? But also, like, oh, hey, he's actually helping out Gwen. And that's the Yeah, and Marissa here. mentions it later. Well, you've been, you've been helping Gwen out so much. I'm like, well, Gwen's not even there. <laughs> I know. Because she's staying but at her sister. He's right? helping with the house. So I get that is also helping Gwen. But Sadie's living there right now. So yeah. just saying. <laughs> yeah. So at school, Ryan and Marissa... They have this really cold, non-emotional discussion at the lockers about the cops. And Marissa is surprised that they only want to talk to her and not Ryan as well because they both were there. Yeah. And Ryan approaches her like they've spoken in so long, but they haven't. And he does apologize for like, hey, sorry, I've been distant. And this is when he, she says, oh, well, you've been helping Gwen. Yeah. And then he just says, like, oh, have the cops called you? And if I was Marissa, I'd be like, wait, how did you? But this is how Marissa thinks. She's like, oh, did they call you? Not, hey, I got this information from Sadie. So I was like, "Mm, it's fishy. Yes. To me. Yeah, but she, again, she I know, she doesn't think of it it. that way. Because she's like, oh, well, you've been at Gwen's. Like, I mean, she doesn't say this, but that's how I would think. Like, oh, okay, you're at Gwen's. Probably maybe you and Sadie talked about Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, but he Ryan does offer like, hey, I'll go to the cops with you. And she's like, no, I'm not dragging you in this. I'll go by myself. But he recommends that he goes that she goes and talks to Sandy. Right. Like have a lawyer present. He'll know what to do. Yeah. So she ends up heading to the Newport group and she walks in on Sandy and Matt. And so just a sidebar, because this freaking hospital shit is still happening. Oh, it's so boring. (laughs) Matt and Sandy, they're discussing getting the proposal to Dr. Griffin, who, reminder, is Maya's dad. But things between Matt and Maya are going really well, and Matt Matt doesn't want to risk it. Yeah, and he feels awkward about just being like, hey, I've been actually taking you out, but now I want you to read the proposal to your dad. It, It doesn't look good. It doesn't. So Sandy's like, hey, listen, how about we go on a double date? I'll bring Kirsten, you bring Maya, we'll all go out to dinner, and then I'll bring up the proposal, and that way it's not on your back. Yeah, and Matt is initially uncomfortable with it, but also, like, what's he going to do? Sandy is technically his boss, so he's like, all right, you know, (laughs) I guess I'll do this. Right, it's like best-case scenario. So anyway, Marissa arrives, and I love it, her and Sandy hug. Hug. Oh, I I loved and she says that she needs legal advice about Johnny, but she wants to keep Ryan out of it. And so Sandy, of course, agrees, but he needs to know everything that happened. That's Sandy's, like, number one line. He's like, I need to know every mm-hmm. single thing, which is true. It's just funny that he says it all the time, but I know he has to say it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should just have, like, a loop of, like, I need to know it. You're telling me every <laughs> single thing. Right? We should do that. I know that would be funny. Should. So then there's this montage of Marissa. She does meet with the cops. She is going over everything. But how we see it is she's actually at the crime scene, the cliff where Johnny fell. It is taped off, but we see images of it's like a montage clipping of Johnny that night, him falling, and then her talking to the cops, and then the letter. They bring yeah, up the so letter. we finally get to hear a little bit of what was in the letter. Yeah, so she says, I'm not in love with you, and I never will be. Ouch. 
But, but I, she has to tell him straight because she's been so wishy-washy or she was wishy-washy with him for so long that it gave him this idea to profess his love for her again. And so I think she just needed to, like, cut it at that point. Like, listen, I'm never going to be in love with you. I'm with Ryan. Let's just let leave it at that. So obviously yeah. he didn't take that very well. Well, yeah, and the cops are kind of holding on to this. Like, well, yeah. was he a drinker? What was your relationship like? Because look at this letter. This is suggesting other things. Mm-hmm. Right. But while she's at the crime scene, Volchuk appears. and He's so, like, he's, like, the plague in this episode. I know. Like, he just is always there. You know, he's always lurking, but... He offers her a drink, and he says that him and Johnny actually used to be friends, but when they started surfing, and uh, well, Johnny used to follow him around. Johnny and Chili used to follow around Volchuk and wanted to learn how to surf, but then Johnny became better at surfing. And Volchuk didn't like that, and so they became essentially enemies at that point. Yeah, but then he says to Marissa, like, hey, if you ever want to hang out, I'm around. I can keep a secret, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which we're like, okay, like, I don't know. We're seeing a tiny layer of Volchuk here. Sort of. But also, I think he just needs not to, like, vouch for Volchuk. And obviously, we'll see him a lot more in the season. But I feel like he just needs a friend. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Bothering Sadie so much in the beginning because they have a history, which we'll go into. And then Marissa now is vulnerable and so he's like all right well she's vulnerable so i should just jump in there it's just like he just needs to find this next person to like communicate with yeah and also with marissa i mean it essentially it's his enemy's girl so right that too so it makes it even better right it's like icing on the cake right but she did pass up the alcohol so props to her very proud so ryan he keeps helping out sadie and he shows up to help her and she decides that she needs to go to brea because her plan is that she wants to go see johnny's dad and try to get money from him and so yeah and so ryan (laughs) offers to go with her and he's pretty pushy about it and she's like no i actually already have a ride buddy Enter Volchuk. Right. Like, she would go with him. Yeah. Well, because Volchuk is Johnny's dad's ex-drinking buddy or whatever they said he was. But Yeah, they had a relationship at some point, whether it was, like, whether drinking buddies or not. And Volchuk seems to have the address where he is. And so Ryan's like, um, how about I just go... You can stay back. And so Sadie's like, just give me the address. And then Volchuk, to stir the pot, is like, oh, so this means your girl is free, right? Yeah. Yep. And Ryan just doesn't even <laughs> say anything to that. He kind of just looks at him. And they decide to go together. And but and even Volchuk was like, oh, I don't even like Jack Harper anyway. I hate that guy. Yeah. So like, he gives up his choice to go. Right. Like, we know he's bad news. So they right. we see them on the road trip. And, oh, well, before they go on the road trip, Sadie's like, are you sure you can do this? And Ryan's like, yeah, I'll make some calls. Which, yeah, like, he'll switch some things around, but like, make some excuses. foreshadowing, he doesn't call anybody. No, he doesn't. No. So while they're on the road trip, we find out about 
Sadie and Volchak, it turns out that they did have a fling, but it was kind of a one summer kind of deal. Right. Which we predicted. Yeah. Yeah. We couldn't really remember, but you could assume that. Yeah. And she learns a little bit about Ryan's past, which she kind of assumed because she's like, there's no way you were one of these Newport people. Uh, you know, this part threw me a little bit. In because what way? I feel like they've been spending so much time together. And I, my just assumption was that they were having these heart to heart conversations this whole time. And so the fact that she didn't even know that Ryan was living in Newport and wasn't from this side of the tracks and that Cohen's are like his adoptive parents. I just was like, oh, wow, she doesn't even know any of that about Ryan. But yet she'll go in the car with him. Whatever. Anyway, no, no, I just thought it was have... interesting that they didn't really go into depth, even though I thought that that's like what they were doing this whole time while he was there. Yeah, no, you have a good point, especially because last week we saw them you know, last week for us, not in that, we don't know how long it's been, but you guys know what I mean. However long. Last episode, Ryan decides to spend time with Sadie so he can kind of have a heart to heart and connect with her and about death and life. So how would that not come up? Yeah. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. But anyway, so they have the address. They head to Brea. They show up to this house and this very angry guy answers and he's like, Jack isn't here. I don't know where he is. I hate that guy. Yeah. Like, (laughs) good, good luck finding him. Um, He's probably in Indio. So I thought they said India like the three times. I was like, wait, India, like the country. And then I'm like, wait, (laughs) they're going somewhere else. I ended up, I had aunt because he watched the episode with me. And so he pulls up a map of California and he's like, okay, here's Indio. And I was like, okay, cool. Thanks, aunt. So aunt, I mean, aunt Ryan proposes that they should stay the night. Red flag number one. Red flag number one. And Sadie's like, okay, cool. So they get a hotel room. And while they're in the hotel room, Marissa tries to call Ryan. And under Summers, you know, she suggests that you need to talk to Ryan. So Marissa tries to call Ryan. And Ryan looks at the phone and just ignores it. Yeah. And Marissa has said, we've had, we don't have plans to talk. Like, they keep missing each other to even have a conversation of when they should even talk to each other. Yeah, I know. So this is just bad from the get-go. It's so bad. And so, and what makes it even worse is she ends up calling him in this, like, moment of where him and Sadie are actually playing strip poker. Are you kidding? I know. Yeah. It hurts me. It hurts me a lot, It did. It was so uncomfortable (laughs) because she, they're sharing a room and she gets out of the shower and... She suggests strip poker in a very flirtatious way. Yeah. Do you see how close they were standing to? Oh, yeah. The tension. And she's like, you know, oh, he says, well, you know, I'm wearing more clothes than you. And she's like, yeah, but I know I'm going to win. And whoever loses will sleep on the floor. And so what ends up happening is Ryan obviously loses. And the next morning. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Yeah. (laughs) The next morning he wakes up. He's sleeping on the floor. Sadie brings them she got them coffee and jelly donuts which i was like i love right so good but she found in the yellow pages an ad for bh free bail advice so big harper this cracked me up because i'm like oh you just randomly flipped to a page in the yellow pages and then like just assumed she's and assumed must be big harper because johnny was little harper 
And yeah. we should show up at the business and try to talk to him. And so, she also says, did you did you call Seth back? Right. Because, because that's he, he lies. He lies. And but I mean, Ryan does end up us uh, talking to Seth. Seth is in the pool house rolling around in Ryan's bed. <laughs> this made me laugh. <laughs> trying to make it look like Ryan's been sleeping. He said he covered for him. He said they were painting murals with inner city kids. <laughs> and Seth is like, are you going to tell me what's going on? And Ryan's like, no, it's for the best that I don't. But just trust me. Yeah. So it's good to have that relationship because obviously Seth is going to cover Ryan's ass. Right. No matter what. No matter what. Yeah. So they head to BH and at first Jack isn't there and they're like, we'll wait. Jack ends up showing up. He's an asshole, which we figured. Yeah. And Did you recognize him? I did. He's from Veronica Mars. Yeah. He's a Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. I was just going to say, what was his name? Yeah, yeah. But he always plays that type. I know. I know. Badass. The typecast. But so they end up telling Jack that his son died and he needs to pay up the back owed child support. And of course, he's not willing to comply. So Sadie takes a crowbar and decides to destroy his oh truck. My God. Yeah, this is really bad. Wasn't this so stupid? I'm like, Sadie. First of all, it was really stupid for these two children to go and find this really bad guy that really could harm them in a lot of ways. And then she has the audacity to, to use this crowbar and start beating up his truck with all these big guys with guns. Like, not you're not smart, Sadie. Sorry, not smart. No, not at all. And so they, one of them, one of Jack's goon buddies, ends up holding Sadie back. And then, of course, fists are flying, and Ryan gets punched in the face, mm. and they get kicked out. So... Ryan and Sadie, Sadie, they end up going to a diner, and she's cleaning him up. She has a bowl of ice on the table. He can hold the ice on his own face, though. Uh, yeah, and they're the fact that they, so close. Thank you. I was just going to say that. We don't share booths no. when you're not in a relationship. And even if you're in a relationship, if you guys are booth people, you know, and you sit next to each other, that's cool. But, like, the fact that you're not in a relationship and you're sitting next to each other in a booth, mm, no. I'm not comfortable with it. No. He can hold his own ice. He's a big boy. Yeah, and so Ryan, he talks again how he can relate because him and Johnny were actually pretty similar, and they both had shit dads, and with that, Ryan gets up, and Sadie realizes he took the keys, and he drops off, which we know where Ryan's going. Ugh, stupid, stupid Ryan. He's Ryan Atwood. So he takes the car, he drives to Jack's, he arrives, and he enters... And Jack's like, what are you doing here? And Ryan's like, listen. And he tries to, like, level with him. Like, my dad did a lot of shitty things, but the worst was that he left us with no money. And you can make it right with Johnny. And he's like, Johnny would never know. And he's like, yeah, but you would. Right. And he has the balls to say when Jack says, I don't want to hear it. He's like, I don't want to talk. Ryan says, oh, good. Then you can listen. I'm like, oh, you fresh. Oh. Like Ryan, but also just, I get it. But <laughs> I get it. But Ryan just has these set of balls, and then I forget that he's seventeen years old. And then I'm like, "Wait, yeah. you were from Chino, and you were in jail, but then you have this background, but then you're Ryan." It's right. He's like has gotten so soft in this past season, so it's like funny to see him go back to his old Ryan ways. That I almost forget he was ever like that in the beginning. You can't. Take I feel like the, he's just. You can't yeah. get take the chino out of the kid or whatever, right? That's right. You can't take the choker and gray hoodie out of Ryan, you know? Right. 
Yeah. But what ends up happening is Ryan does get thrown out, but Jack does end up giving him the money. Yeah. Which (laughs) is crazy. And Sadie arrives in a taxi to get him because she knew where he was going. Right. Um, Ryan and Sadie, they head back to Newport and she's asking him all these questions like, well, what are you going to tell Sandy and Kirsten about your face? Yeah, she's fishing. And Ryan's like, oh, they're used to it. And then she goes, and what about Marissa? What about Marissa? And then he opens up and he says, listen, like, I didn't care where you were going. I just knew I wanted to come with you and I needed to get out of town and feel something different. Marissa and I need to talk. Yeah. So in Sadie's eyes, I'm sure. And in that moment, I think Ryan had that realization of like, yeah, Marissa and I need to talk so we can end it. Or at least he wants to end it on his end because he doesn't. He wants to feel something different than what he has. So how could he possibly feel different when he's in that same relationship? Oh, for sure. And so Sadie heard that. And I think she was, you know, happy about that. And she felt like, all right, now something could potentially grow here. Right. Yeah. Um, So before we end with Marissa and Ryan's talk, there are two other storylines that are happening in this episode. We have Neil And then we have that awkward double date with Sandy. Oh, yeah. So Summer, as we mentioned at the top of the episode, she's feeling like she can't talk to her dad and she feels her dad is so sad. And so she gets the idea from Taylor that she should find him a hot date. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, my dad has been distant. He's working so much and he's overworked. Not happy. <laughs> yeah. Little does she know. Little does she know. And Taylor, she says, like, listen, my mom isn't into second chances, but maybe Kirsten's new dating service could take him on as a potential bachelor. So Summer ends up going to Julia and Kirsten, and she says she wants to set up her dad. And she mentions how he's dropped 20 pounds and that her <laughs> dad has dis like disastrous um taste in women women. yeah and then and right before that too kirsten is like trying to get julie to come clean to at least you know summer yeah she's like you need to tell someone about this and julie's like oh i know i know we will just not the right time yeah no i know and that it was just like perfect timing on summer's part and she says that Well, Summer says, I need a list of candidates because I'm going to take control of who my dad dates. Um, She needs to be a crossword enthusiast. She needs to have her own money, mentally stable, no plastic surgery. And meanwhile, Italian. Yeah. And (laughs) meanwhile, Julie's behind Summer, like making these faces like, holy shit. So Summer feels really good about this. She leaves. And Kirsten's like, Julie, what are you going to do now? Yeah, right? She's like, well, you can dry your hair blonde, but you can't learn Italian overnight. (laughs) It's so funny. So Julie, she goes on her date with Neil, and I fucking love this. Julie is sitting there. She's acting Italian. I freaking love her. this gorgeous, like, white bodycon dress. Oh, my God. I literally screamed out loud, like, holy goddamn, that is sexy, beyond sexy. Her hair is, like, pulled back in a twist. She has these white shoes on. She's doing crossword (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> she says something along the lines like, Buonasera, Neil. <laughs> He's like, oh, hello? <laughs> Meanwhile, they're in a Korean restaurant because while they're on their date, Taylor enters and she's ordering, she's picking up food. And it's funny because Taylor can speak Korean. Oh my God. I love her when she speaks Korean. I know. She has such- and it was so unrealistic that they wouldn't have bibimbap. Like I that's know. like the most popular item on the menu. <laughs> I know. But Taylor, she overhears, she like hears a familiar voice and she walks over and she sees that Julie and Neil are together. She's like, oh shit, I got something. Yeah. So Taylor ends up telling Seth in secret, but then Summer, of course, barges in. This this is happening in the pool house after Seth got off the phone with Ryan. Right. And... She, she's like, uh, we have to tell her. And at first, Summer's like, oh, please don't tell me you two are hooking up again. <laughs> and they're like, oh, no. And Taylor's like, oh, my God, never, never, never. Right. I'm your so dad, past that. Yeah. I'm so past that. But your dad is dating Julie Cooper. Yeah. And Summer, she can't even believe that th- this is happening. And Taylor's like, well, if you don't believe me, I know exactly where their next date is. So... Their next date is Julie and Neil. Neil is teaching Julie how to golf. Wasn't this a gorgeous scene, though, because it overlooked the ocean? Beautiful. But it's really funny. He's trying to teach her how to swing, and they're dressed in all this golf garb. I loved Julie's outfit. And Summer and Seth, they're spying in a golf cart, and they pull up, and they see Julie and Neil kissing. Yeah, so like already confirmation and Summer says, I don't need to see any more. Let's just go. (laughs) Yeah, so they end up leaving and we have this cute scene of Summer and Seth. They're making out on the couch and Summer's all distracted about her dad and Julie. And Seth's like, I don't know. I think Julie's got moxie. I like her. Yeah, he's like, I like her. (laughs) Yeah. And then Neil enters and he just seems so happy. And so Summer's like, well, if my dad's happy. And then Neil ends up saying like, hey, Summer, I want to talk to you later. Yeah. He's like, are you free for dinner tomorrow? Yeah. Because, yeah, we got to talk about something important. Yeah. So, you know, something's coming. Hopefully. Right. I mean, how many episodes are we going to do this? So. To go back to Sandy, he ends up going out on his date with Kirsten, Matt, and Maya, and things are going well. But then Sandy brings up the proposal, and it gets really fucking awkward. Yeah, and poor Kiki is like, oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. Yeah. Like, why did you have to do this now? I know, and I also felt bad for Matt because he kept saying to Sandy, like, things are going really well, and Sandy's, you know, he tries to work it in, like, hey, we've been working on this proposal and could you show your dad? And she was like, oh yeah, because at first she's open to it. She's like, oh, I'll take a look at it and then I'll show it to him. And he's like, no, no, we need this done like ASAP. Right, and then when Sandy gets pushy with like the deadline, she's like, oh, okay, well, Matt, is this how you feel too? And Matt's like, well, yeah. (laughs) Like, how do you say no? Right. He's like, oh, no pressure or anything. And Sandy's like, well, yeah, it is a big pressure. It's like they're doing it in front of Maya and Kirsten. And it's so awkward. Just, ugh. And so after dinner, Kirsten and Sandy, everybody, they go home. And Sandy's like, hey, so it turns out that Maya loved the proposal. She's going to show her dad. But she broke up with Matt. Right. And she's moving back to New York. 
yeah, and that it wasn't going to work anyway because, like, her dream is to be in New York. And Kirsten is just like, what happened to our whole discussion about you crossing the line? Right. Like, she said, I knew, I thought I knew how Sandy Cohen would act and, like, what his morals and beliefs were, but now I'm, like, really questioning it. Yeah, and he says he'd rather be defending criminals, but this is what he's doing now. Yeah, he almost, like, throws in her face, like, well, this is your fault because I took this company away from you because you couldn't do it, and now this is, like, what I'm given, so why don't I try and succeed at it? Yeah, it's just not... It's not the Sandy Cohen way. It's the Caleb no. Nichol way. <laughs> exactly. And it, it's not good. It's not good. So the episode wraps up. We have Marissa at the bait shop. She's by herself and she's enjoying the band. And she sees Volchok. So she leaves. She goes to her famous lifeguard tower. And Ryan calls her. And Ryan's in oh. the pool house while this is happening. Also, their song, Forever Young, is playing. Yep. Mm-hmm. which is like to top it all off. And they have this discussion kind of about how it's just not working and it's hard to believe that after all of this, this is how it ends. This really, really hurt me. I was so team Marissa like that I've never been before. I don't Same. know why. I was just like, fuck you, Ryan. Same. She's the most vulnerable in this state right now. And like, you're almost like, you just are, like, leaving her high and dry. Like, not even... You have the audacity to call her mm-hmm. to break up with her. And, mm-hmm. like, granted, she knew what was coming, but I was just, like, so infuriated by this. And everyone knows how much I love Ryan. But I was, like, wrong move. This sounds so selfish. He just wants a new life. He wants to, like, get rid of that dead weight. And, like, she needs someone. She's so incredibly... This is her most vulnerable state she's ever been in in the last three seasons. I just think, like, I was just so mad. <laughs> I don't even know no, how to explain it. I was I like, was, ah! No, I was mad, too. And I'm watching, and, like I said, Aunt was watching with me. I'm like, this is so fucked up. This is it's, so It just up. hurts so much. It hurts. And it's also... At the same time, I think Ryan just popped, and he's like, I can't do this anymore. But yeah, and, like, so I understand right. that. It just yeah, right. it doesn't make it right. Yeah. And I know Marissa, like you said, she knew it was coming, but she hangs up the phone, and she's hysterically crying, and then we see Ryan playing strip poker again with Sadie, because Sadie Right, immediately up. fine. Like, yeah. got his mind off of it in an instant. Right. And then what kills me is he says, so I guess I'll see you in school. Yeah. I'm like, what? Like, you don't have a fucking friendship for three... I mean, you know, a friendship with quotations. But, like, that's what you chalk it up to? Like, oh, I guess I'll see you in school? Like, oh, my God, what a slap in the face. Like, ah, killed me. I know. I was really... I really felt for Marissa. And I'm watching this episode, and I was even saying to Aunt, like, I did not remember how shitty and annoyed I was with Ryan. Yeah, same. Me either. And it kind of, and then in the heat of the passion of the moment of me being Team Marissa, I'm like, it's fucking Ryan's fault that Marissa ends up the way she does. Right. I know. I know it's not because you're in control of yourself. <laughs> I'm like, it's fucking Ryan's fault that Volchuk is just right there. Right. He He's like mess- picking Ugh. on her because she's so vulnerable. But speaking of Volchuk, he <sighs> ends up at the lifeguard tower just lurking as Marissa's crying and he's just smoking a cigarette at the end of it. 
Right. Like, he doesn't come up to her because he he apparently knows his boundary with that, but he'll stand at the end of it, just, like, like there to comfort her, but not at the same time. And Marissa, even when she sees him in the bait shop, she immediately gets up and goes, I'm like, good for you, Marissa. Like, red flag, why is he following you? I don't like that. I know, she's trying (laughs) to avoid him, especially even earlier in the episode where they had their first exchange when she's at the crime scene and she sees right. him and immediately she's trying to like get out of there. Yeah, because he's no good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh my God. This was a very frustrating episode in so many ways. And I get, we were talking about it last week. Like we didn't know, we couldn't remember the transition of when Marissa turns dark and why so. And this just filled it in so well. Like, yeah. oh wow. Okay, this makes sense. Marissa right? doesn't like, just go crazy. One. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. All right. So let's take a break. We have a lot of questions and comments. I know. I'm so excited. Really excited for it. And surprise, Ant is going to be joining us. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Are you into the secret histories of exorcisms, Christmas massacres, kill dozers, and concert disasters? How about haunted mansions, the Philadelphia experiment, the dorm of death, or candy corn? Then you're going to love Ghost Town, a hilarious and sometimes not so hilarious twice-weekly podcast. On Wednesdays, we discuss the secret history of an abandoned, unexplored, haunted, or mysterious place from anywhere in the world. And on Fridays, we cover an amazing historical failure from any time in history. Ghost Town is 100% safe and legal. We guarantee it. It's also fun, spooky, and can contain a riot, a massacre, a murder, or an arch deluxe. I'm Rebecca Lieb. I'm Jason Horton. And and this this is Ghost Town. And you can find Ghost Town wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, anyway, we have a guest. If you didn't recognize, it's his voice. It's my husband, Anthony. Hi, Woo! everybody. It's, I'm excited to be here. And Liam is joining us, too. He wants a nice lap to sit on. Of course. Yep. Of course. All right. So let's get into it. As always, we're going to start with our girl, Tish. Wait. I'm sorry. Could I just... You got you said one thing about Volchuk. I just want to take issue with it immediately. I heard it from the bedroom about him <laughs> lurking. Lurking? He was not lurking. He, he wasn't? Want, no, he just wanted company. Poor guy. Well, Liz okay. said that. Yeah, I did okay. say I, that. Well, I fear, you know, I can't hear. All I, all I heard was an attack on Volchuk, and I just had to... I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I don't doubt you didn't like it. Um, but I did give, like, vouch for him and say that I feel like he literally has just no friends. Uh, okay. And so losing Johnny, even though they weren't friends, that that's a huge part of his past that is gone. And now Sadie didn't want to hang out with him. So he's like, oh, Marissa, I'll just latch on to you. Well put. I mean, he's hurting too. He's got feelings. Okay, he I'm is. sorry. All uh, right, that's all right. I didn't mean to derail the whole thing like right <laughs> off the bat. This is like, you know, whatever. No, it's fine. I know you're a Volchek uh, advocate. So. I am. I am. Okay. So like I was trying to get into... Our trivia from our girl, Tish. (laughs) (laughs) Letitia underscore Dominique on Instagram. Hey, ladies and aunt. Hope this isn't too long. Here is my trivia, a comment, and some after dark ranting. Cool. Instead of the usual previously on the OC recap, Misha Barton says, if you haven't watched the OC in a while, here's what you've missed. And a special montage of important scenes starting from the swells are shown. Mm-hmm. The title of the episode, The Road Warrior, is a reference to the Mel Gibson's movie, Mad Max 2, The Road Warrior, 1981. Huh. 
Kevin Volchuk's name is inspired by a talent manager that was a friend of the show. <laughs> Interesting. And then Forever Young by Youth Group is ranked number one and 17 on OC Best Music Moments playlist on YouTube. It's a great cover. Great, great cover. They ranked the scene in this episode where Ryan and Marissa break up as number one and when they dance to the song in episode 304 as number 17. Interesting. Wow. Wow. I would have reversed it. Right? Well, it's like more powerful like when they're breaking up. That's true because we know the meaning of the song. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Comment. I don't think Marissa had romantic feelings for Johnny, but that she did feel a connection with him because he was a friend who she made on her own and only knew what she wanted to him to know yeah that's true what i mean by this is that with seth and summer for example they grew up with her so they know everything about her while she loves ryan as a connection to tijuana and trey and oliver whereas with johnny she could have a fresh start and be who she wanted to be yeah that's true yeah it's a really good point yeah thank you tish she has Thanks, after tish. Dark, but i will save that from at me michelle g on instagram so since hulu is removing the show i did what i've been fighting to do and binged the rest of the show (laughs) this gave me a chance to actually jot down some comments and questions marissa and ryan are great at communicating up until when they need it the most gosh that's so true it must be terrifying for kirsten seeing sandy turning into her father yeah definitely Question. I don't like how Ryan starts looking for rebound as soon as he feels Marissa is slipping away. Does anyone else see it this way or does he just feel guilty about what happened with Johnny and just wants to help in any way? Sadie is just a plus. Ooh, I think probably both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just look you know, he's looking for like that connection always, like the chase. You know, I said it before. He's he's only into the chase. Right, because Marissa used to be the chase. Yeah. Now I mean, she's just yeah. like too much to handle. Well, so like, anytime, he like anytime just they get goes. on like anytime they get on a good path, he's just like they fight, and it's and it's usually you can point to Ryan like just kind of pulling away or not like I mean it's not always just Ryan, but he doesn't fight for the continued relationship. He just hmm. wants to fizzle and then chase something else. Yeah, I don't know. I think he. He's just exhausted from everything they've been through, and they haven't had just a moment to chill. I, no, they get moments to chill, but like they he's haven't always, though. Yeah, some sometimes they do, and it's just like not good. Like there was like a small period, and I and I can't point to this because I don't I don't remember, but I know there's a period where it was just like kind of settled, but he I don't know needed something else, and he just had to chase something else. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think, but I truly think that. Yes, it was great. That like I don't know if it was just Gwen in the house and if Ryan would continually keep coming there to help. Like I want to no. believe that he would, but I don't think that he would so much. Yeah, and yeah, no. also he, it, it, I don't even know if it was like a rebound from Marissa because he's he's already on to the next while still being in a relationship with her. So to me, I'm like, oh, it's not. I don't. I don't feel that it's like a rebound. I just think it's like, as you said, he wanted to feel something different. In my eyes, though, it wasn't right to feel the different while you were still in a relationship. But Ryan yeah. does break it off. Yeah, I so. think because like he's like doesn't want to admit it. You know, he doesn't want to admit that he's like done. Right. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank Michelle. you, Michelle. 
Moving over to at AAW3115 Alicia on Instagram. Hi, ladies and aunt. Happy remote recording. Thank you. Wanted to weigh in on the question from last episode on whether Marissa has feelings for Johnny or not. I think whatever she was feeling for him, she was not letting herself feel it. Whether it was like, or just a deep feeling of connection. I think when you're a teenager or even adult, those are easy feelings to mix up. Yeah. Yeah, true. I think she felt something for Johnny, but it wasn't the same as the love she feels for Ryan. As you both have said, she clearly had a connection with and to Johnny, but that doesn't mean she wanted to be with him romantically. So I don't think she did. I agree with that. Yeah, I I agree too. Yeah. For this week's episode, first of all, I would like to say that I'm getting tired of the hospital saga. (laughs) Same. Either we're building it or we're not. So many hangups. Although I feel bad for Matt that it got in the way of his relationship and I'm a little disappointed in Sandy for pushing so hard. He's definitely choosing the mantra of choosing the good of the many over the good of the few. In this case, Matt and Maya. That is a good point. The quandary. Yeah, it is the quandary. The quandary. I thought it was interesting that Ryan jumped on the first opportunity to go on this road trip with Sadie to confront Johnny's dad. Interesting. He's still helping him even after he's gone, although I guess the motives are different now because of Sadie. Oh, it's totally Sadie. Well, yeah. Obviously. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But But he said when they were coming back was perfect, that he didn't care where she was going or what he was doing. He just wanted to feel something different. I think that's really setting up Ryan's character for the rest of the season. Mm. Yeah. What, what, um, what differences do you see in Sadie and Marissa so far? What do you think is attracting Ryan to Sadie? Oh, good question. Uh, I think Sadie is a go-getter and she's like someone who's not afraid to say what's on her mind where I feel like sometimes Marissa just doesn't say those things to a point. I think also Sadie, I mean, I think Marissa's pretty independent, but Sadie has had to deal with so much as a young age in terms of taking care of her family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think think Ryan likes to, I think he, you know, like the upbringing kind of is is sort of what Ryan, like he always finds the people that he can kind of relate to. Right. You know, and and I don't think he ever really felt like he belonged with Marissa. You mean related to her or just felt he didn't belong to her, with her? Belong. Hmm. Like, I think he, like, never really, like, you know, he never feels like he fits in. He always has to say, like, oh, I didn't grow up here. Oh, I didn't, you know, he even says True. it in this episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I also didn't really understand the scene with Marissa and Volchuk on the cliff. I thought it was an interesting exchange, and we see Volchuk be a little more human, you know, with actual feelings and stuff. <laughs> But I didn't get at the end when he said he could keep a secret, too, after he asks Marissa if she ever wanted to hang out with him. Is he talking about that he wouldn't tell anyone if Marissa wanted to hang out with him or that Ryan is with Sadie? Uh, So I watched this episode twice, actually. And the first time I watched it, I guess I didn't. Marissa does say something about keeping secrets prior to when he says that. So the first time around, I thought Volchok, I was like, why did he ask her about keeping secrets? What does that mean? But she does say something, and now, of course, I can't remember exactly what it was, about secrets. And so he was just finishing the conversation saying, well, I can keep a secret, too. Mm -hmm. I didn't think anything of it the second time watching. I was like, oh, he's just saying that to, like, see, like, we could have a bond. I'm not trying to, like, I don't know. He just wants to be 
friends. Yeah. I think. Like making peace with her, sort of. Marissa is doing a great job of fending him off so far. And this is also the episode we've been building to in terms of Ryan and Marissa breaking up. It was really a sad scene, although it seems to hurt Marissa more than Ryan. Yeah. Did you guys feel that way too? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Ryan's already already moved on. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think Marissa would have broken up with Ryan if he didn't initiate it? I think they would have definitely broken up at some point. I think it would have been prolonged. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been prolonged for sure. They would have been still in that limbo that they've been in in this past, what, two or three episodes where they just haven't found the time to talk. Yeah. So I think they would just be putting it off, both of them. And I guess eventually Marissa would have to end it. But Ryan was just so much more disconnected from them that it was easier for him to do it now than, I guess, to do it later, which is better when you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they were just in different mental places. Yeah. Yeah, For a while. It's presented sort of as a mutual, but Ryan, for sure, starts the conversation with Marissa, adding, you don't have to say it. Yeah, he says, oh, this is so hard. So when he initially first says that, I'm like, oh, no, he's, like, going to break up with her, even though I knew it was coming. I was just like, ooh, he's going to say that. He's like, oh, this is so hard. I'm like, oh, shit, he's, like, really going in. (laughs) Do you you think it's Sadie that ultimately pushed Ryan to end things? I think she was just the catalyst. Yeah, Yeah. the catalyst, yeah. Yeah. You know? I also wanted to add that I really love all the different types of questions and comments people write in with. It's always things I haven't thought of and find myself saying, how did I not think of that or why didn't I say that? I also enjoy your podcast, ladies, and so glad when you have guests on. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. And then she sent a bunch for After Dark, so I can't wait for that. Thank you, Alicia. Let's go to, we have at sa.benda on Instagram. Oh my God, girls, I love your podcast. Thank you. I I recently found it and I am currently listening to season two on Spotify. Nice. I am an OG watcher and have loved the OC forever. I watch it every year. I'm so glad that Michelle is such a super fan like me. She's actually a bigger fan because I need to still see all the places. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) I've always wished for someone to talk to about the series. And with you girls, I feel like I finally found a match. Oh, thank you. I might catch up, but I just love watching every episode before listening to the podcast. Greetings from Austria, Grace. Wow. Hey, that's so cool. Thank you, Grace. Thank you. So sweet. Very nice. Thank you. No, I appreciate to be a part of this. Yeah. Well, we you have no we appreciate you no too, Aunt. <laughs> yeah. Okay, going to our newbie watcher at nshelton516 on Instagram, Nicole. First off, I was suddenly surprised to see Johnny's dad was played by the same actor who played Liam Fitzpatrick yes. and Veronica Mars. Liam. Both punks. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I was surprised that the little time Ryan talked to him convinced him to give them money, especially when they first saw them. He mm-hmm. said, what son? Yeah, I was a little confused. Again, I I watched this twice. So the first time I watched it, I almost was confused if he knew his son was dead. Because they do tell the other guys that were sitting in the room, but he wasn't present at that time. So I was like, wait, does he even know his son is dead? Does he even remember he he has a son? Yeah, I mean, he definitely knows his son is dead. Yeah. Well, yeah. Then towards the end of the episode, I was like, okay, obviously, but I think he's just being an ass. Yeah. yeah he's just like he's like I, you know, I haven't been there. I haven't been a part of the kid's life forever. You know. Yeah. 
Also, Sadie was so dumb to take that crowbar or whatever it was to Jack's truck. Yep. If you were Sadie, what have you have done to get the money from him? Uh, I I mean, I definitely wouldn't have gotten violent and knowing me, I would have asked for it and then tried to plea with him and then would have left. I don't know. I think if if I was in Newport, I probably would have done a fundraiser. I don't even know if I would have like (laughs) went to Jack because he's scary and a criminal. I know. Yeah. I'm trying to put myself in her shoes, but I'm not like her. So and it's her it's uncle. Hard. It's her uncle. So it's like you yeah. know, he's been around forever. You know, he probably wouldn't really hurt her. So she can make you know moves like that. that True. You know. Right. Sandy's disregard for Matt and Maya's relationships ending was pretty cold and sad. Yeah. Glad Kirsten said something to him. Volchuk showing Marissa is straight up creepy. Following uh-huh. Marissa is straight up creepy. I was surprised that after everything Ryan and Marissa went through, they were just done that quickly. Yeah. But honestly, I'm not sure how I feel about Ryan and Marissa together, so maybe it's a good thing. Also, how the heck does Taylor know how to speak Korean? So random. <laughs> I love her. One of the many great the things The many about wonderful Taylor. things of Taylor. Yeah. Also, I actually like watching this show week to week since I watch a lot of shows and don't have a lot of time to binge. Now I'm going to binge a little bit since Hulu is getting rid of the OC. Yeah. (laughs) Lame. Hoping to at least finish season three before it leaves, and then we'll find a way to watch season four. Anyway, I think that's it. Thank you. Thanks, Nicole. Thank you. Thank you. Our friend Michael. Michael. At Del underscore Vasto on Instagram. Hey, Liz, Michelle, and Ant. What's up? Happy recording night and happy early Peaster Eastover. (laughs) (laughs) I know it came quick this year, right? I know. I apologize in advance for how scattered my comments and questions are. No need to ever apologize. (laughs) Our brains are scattered, so no worries. We are. This is my second favorite opening scenes in the series. The Yoga Lotties one is hands down the best one. The best. So good. Summer playing back a voice recording of her is hysterical. And then the hot tub scene with Seth, Marissa, and Summer is hilarious. Yeah. Do they have that hot tub the whole time? I think, yeah. Because remember when Caleb was dating that young girl? Yeah, 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 yeah. And Ryan and Seth, and what was her name? (sighs) It's like on the tip of my... Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, they were in the hot tub. Gotcha. Uh, when Ryan pushed to go with Sadie to try and find Johnny's dad instead of Volchuk, do you think it was because he thinks Volchuk is bad news or because of something else? Both. Both, yeah. He wanted yeah. to like, be like, no, Volchuk's not going. You can't trust that guy. And also, I need to get away. Yeah. So. Right. Like, I want to be in the car with you. I want to go. Yeah. I never realized that Sadie tells us her and Volchuk only hooked up one time when she visited Johnny. For some reason, in my head, I had it that they dated Mandela Effect. Yeah. I also thought that. <laughs> yeah. The fact, just the way that Johnny acts towards her, you know, not yeah. Johnny. Volchuk, Volchuk, you mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Acts towards her. Well, I He's mean, just probably, a pest. Yeah. Well, they were friends. They were probably like friends at one point, you know, and, and hung out a lot and then just hooked up one time and that became a thing. Yeah. If you were Marissa, how would you handle the situation with Ryan? And how about if you were Ryan, how would you approach the situation with Marissa? Oh. <laughs> well, like we said, if I was Marissa, I probably wouldn't have broken up with him over the phone and it would right. have been prolonged of me trying to talk about my feelings and then we would have gotten into a fight. Yep, that would have been me too. Yeah, and if I were Ryan, I probably wouldn't have gone on that trip. 
but also I would have just like maybe ended it. Like, you know, like he would have, I feel like I would have realized that I wasn't into it and then ended it then. Or maybe yeah. I would have went on the trip. I don't know. I feel like as the audience, you don't really see Ryan really like torn with his decisions. I feel like he just impulsively just like does these things and you don't really see him. I mean, granted, we're not in his head, but I feel like you don't see him contemplate. Maybe I shouldn't do this or like he just does them. And I think that's why I'm so upset with him. Like he almost has like an remorse for what he did in a sense. Right. We always see Seth battling what decision to make, yeah. what he should do, talking about it incessantly. So with Ryan, it just seems like, oh, Ryan's already over it and he's moved on so quickly. Right. Yeah, he just makes these decisions in his, in his head and he doesn't talk about it with anybody. Just he decides it. And he's like, that's how I feel now. Yeah. Right. And he goes with it. He right. Commits. Yeah. Why do the writers want us to not like Sandy? First hmm. season, Sandy was gold minus Rachel. Yeah. Second season was the Rebecca plot, which drove a wedge between him and Kiki, and now this hospital plot, not impressed. Yeah, I think he's such a wonderful character and a great father figure, but like everyone's human, so you have to humanize them. So I guess they're just trying to give him a little bit of zhuzh. <laughs> When it comes to being character development, but it's yeah. also like the first two were kind of like the same. Eh, I guess not really because he wasn't into uh, Rachel. Yeah, but he was definitely. But for um, Rebecca, it was like something that else. Was his past. Yeah, yeah that was the past. So. I mean, so. this hospital thing. I he's just so wanting to get it done. He said it over and over how much the community needs this. So at this point, he's like going to do anything. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah, it's like a fight now. It's like he wants to get to the end of the project, and now it's kind of like whatever it takes because it's like you know, like if you work on something for that long, yeah, and you fight and you fight and you fight and you try to do your best, you try to be good, you try to be good, and none, none of that works, and then finally you just gotta like be like, I just gotta get this done, and I don't yeah. care about the person that I'm gonna hurt because of it. Right. right. Seth rolling around in Ryan's bed was hilarious. <laughs> I like the comic relief him and Summer provided in this episode. Definitely. It is because of this episode that I know it surreptitious means a 13-letter word for secretive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad Ant is here for the re- this recording because I have to admit I like Volchuk. Yeah. He does shitty things at times, but I think he is able to be there for Marissa in a way Ryan couldn't. Kind of like how Johnny was able to help Marissa deal with the shooting in a way Ryan couldn't. Yes. Right. Side note, it's so weird to watch Cam Gigante in Easy A because I only think of him as Volchuk. And his character in the movie never backed down and they have the opposite of characters in Easy A. Oh yeah, that's true. Quotes, Both very good movies, by the way. Yes. Quotes. He'll wind up with the first money-grabbing slut bag who gets to see the backseat of his Maserati. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Julie, how would you like to take this, Kirsten? Mm-hmm. He then says, I'm glad you two enjoyed the snack I had for last week. The Rolo ice cream was store-bought. I guess that's not sold in the U.S. I haven't seen it, but I will look for it. Yeah. <laughs> I unfortunately did not make a snack this week, but I was thinking of having Rocky Road. I just didn't plan it properly. I will try to have a good snack for next week. That's Ooh. all I have this week. Take care. Rocky Road, like for Road Warrior? Maybe. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 
I know he should just be in charge of ice cream yeah. for the Flavors. episode. Yeah, mm, you're our ice, ice cream, cream correspondent, Mike. I'm <laughs> giving that to you now. Ice cream correspondent. That's a pretty sweet title. I know. I Hell want, yeah! If, if you're down with that, Mike, please come up with ice cream flavors to pair with episodes. All right, <laughs> we're going to go over to our girl Vic at Muse Chick on Instagram. Yay, welcome back, Anthony. Thank you. Hope you're also staying healthy and finding ways to stay sane during this quarantine. Yes. Maybe you should do something on After Dark each week. Anthony's opinion of Volchuk this week. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> Why do hot-headed people always get Ryan in trouble? I know Sadie was mad, but nothing good was going to come out of breaking that guy's truck in front of other people. And obviously Ryan was going to be the one to get all the punches. Right. (laughs) I didn't like that Ryan did not answer Marissa's call and told Sadie it was Seth. Mm -hmm. I think ever since their fight, he's been pulling away and he's like, whatever friendship he has going on with Sadie more. He said himself he wanted something different. When he went on the road trip, I think he's feeling a connection with Sadie. She's really ballsy. Yes. He also realized he had a lot in common with Johnny. Also, what's up with Marissa wearing Johnny's necklace and not Ryan's bracelet? Oh, I didn't even catch that. I didn't either. Good one, Vic. Oh, my God. As soon as I saw Taylor at the restaurant, I screamed. I knew she would go tell Summer and Seth. I like that she's back, so she brings the comic relief besides Julie and her basic instinct outfit. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) I got to say I'm getting a little disappointed in Sandy. Yeah. You're not alone. (laughs) Yeah. He's changing the way he acts. Even Kirsten was a bit disappointed. Also a little disappointed in Ryan because I know he's fighting with Marissa or they're not vibing. But if someone asked me to play strip poker when I'm in a relationship, I would feel extremely awkward about it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Then again, I wouldn't be on this road trip. Yeah, that too. (laughs) I also think it's sad when Ryan was breaking up with Marissa that they were playing their song in the background. She didn't even fight him on it, but she did look like she realized she messed up or something, and they were definitely over. Well, she's like doesn't have any fight left. You know, I know she's so defeated. Yeah, right. Like, what was she gonna say that was gonna be like? All right, I'll come back. There was nothing she could do. Yeah. Three big questions for you. Why do you think Ryan was quick to ask to join Sadie on her road trip? He had plans to talk with Marissa and he just canceled them without telling her. So we discussed that a little bit about how we think he just wanted to get away and feel something different. When Ryan said he and Marissa needed to talk, did you know that he meant he was breaking up with her? Or do you think they needed to talk about everything they've been through? Uh, First time I watched it, I honestly thought that they needed just to talk. In general. Same. Yeah. But then as soon as he starts opening his mouth and when he says, this is so hard, like I said before, I'm like, oh, shit, that's it. <laughs> you don't right. want to hear that ever. <laughs> right. Yeah. I yeah. agree with that. Do you think Volchuk only asked Marissa to hang out because Sadie was with Ryan or because he saw that she's actually upset? He's not following her. He just seems to run into her. No, I don't believe that. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's definitely following her. But I truly believe that he is very hurt about Johnny's death. Like, you know, and he... Just he's somebody who definitely doesn't know how to express his emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it was a, a friend that grew apart, but he was always obviously there. You know, you never want to see somebody that you know in like your age group, your friend group, even past, you know, like no, die. Totally. You know, you know, it's just it's it's an awful feeling. And Volchuk is gravitating towards somebody he knows is feeling the same way. Yeah. 
Yeah. Agreed. But I also think it was ammo for him that Ryan was with Sadie and now he knows Marissa's by herself. He just yeah. opportunist. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. I mean, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like he would have taken Sadie for sure. He's looking for yeah. somebody to commiserate with Johnny and also maybe like a hookup. It yeah. also doubly affects him, you know, makes him happy, I guess, to hurt Ryan, who's like yeah. hurting him by taking Sadie. Right. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like, yeah. This guy gets two girls that are like full trick wants. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have from the OC County on Instagram. Hey, ladies and aunt. Happy stream night and welcome back, aunt. Yeah, thank you. Well, here we are, the beginning of the end. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Before we get into it, can we just quickly talk about Sadie? Sure. Does everyone else wish we got to see Sadie with Volchuk? Me thinks Sparks would have been flying with those two hotheads. Mm. Uh, I would have liked to have seen what they were like at one point. Yeah, maybe like a little flashback. Yeah. Yeah, sure, flashback. I can get behind that. Yeah, yeah. just so we could see a little bit deeper and about Volchuk. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, I guess, yeah, that's a good point. We should have a backstory <laughs> Volchuk thing, like a whole offshoot, you know, from pre-Ryan getting to Newport, <laughs> you know, like as far back as they want to go. The Volchuk stories? Yeah, the Volchuk story. It would be cool if they could have done, obviously, you know, them like prior to Ryan coming to Newport and at all, like what Luke was like and Marissa and, you know, Seth not ignoring some summer ignoring Seth. And I don't know, that would have been fun. But obviously we couldn't have done that. This is a Fox property, right? Like Fox owns it. I think Warner Brothers owns Warner it. Warner Brothers. Yeah. yeah. That's too bad because I was going to say Disney owns Fox and like Disney does this kind of stuff. I was like, so that's maybe true. it's a matter of time before <laughs> Disney does like a whole thing. But yeah, but then it would be I'm a just, totally yeah. different cast and yeah. I don't know. I know. Yeah. I, like, yeah. like just come with me on this journey. I, I'm on this <laughs> journey <laughs> with you, Aunt. Please come with me. <laughs> <laughs> Please let me fantasize about pre Volchuk's story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now as for Ryan and Sadie. Okay, so first I found it very strange that Ryan met Johnny's cousin and within five seconds of meeting her, he dropped everything to spend all his time with her. True. Why? Why ignore everyone else and throw himself into Sadie's problems? Well, I've thought about it a lot and think it's because Ryan had consciously and subconsciously blamed himself for Johnny's death. In Ryan's mind, the way to make peace with himself was to help the people he loved, but to Mm -hmm. help the people Johnny loved. Yeah. His mom and cousin, what do you three think? How do you feel about Sadie and Ryan together, yay or nay? Um, I think that's a really good point. About yeah, same. He said he's, he has said he's felt guilty. So in return, I think it's like, okay, let me do what I can. Let me help Gwen. And by return, it's like, oh, wait, I actually feel a connection with this girl, Sadie. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really, I, like, I didn't like them together, really. I never really, like, No, me neither. But um, Ryan is a fixer. As you yeah. always say, yeah, you, you know, so he can't fix. He could never fix uh, um, Marissa's Marissa? problems. Yeah, ever. he could never do it. He never got how to fix Marissa. Um, for this, he's got to fix up a house. You know, it's like things that he can do, right? And, like tangible you know, like, things. Yeah, and somebody who doesn't have the same. You know, like he could just be this new person with this per. You know, like this person he just met, fix some of her problems. And it's kind of superficial. Like, he's very superficial, one layer, can't really go too deep. Uh-huh. He, but he he's just so can't. deep, though. He is, but he can't get... He could can do that for himself, yeah. but he can't fix 
or like and and other people's problems but like he can't fix marissa's problems yeah Yeah. almost how johnny was for marissa yeah like looking for that companionship where it had nothing to do with what was going on in her life and someone she could be different around and feel differently and actually like talk about things that maybe they would understand more than their significant other so i feel like they're very comparable Yes, in that sense. Sorry, I just want to say, maybe like Johnny doesn't die, Marissa Johnny, Ryan Sadie, and they just like do a little swapsky kind of thing. You know, they're not like... That would not not work. No, I I don't know. You just don't want it to. I don't want it to. No, I don't want it to. Okay. I also didn't like Marissa originally. Now I love her. Crap. (laughs) And this episode, I felt really bad for her. Ryan's horrible. He's dragging it on, having dates, saving the day for another woman, all still while Marissa, all still with Marissa. Yes. Not cool, Ryan, ignoring her while laughing it up with Sadie. Really not cool. Yeah, agree. Marissa really needed him during this time. It seems he just couldn't be there for her when she was going through serious pain and heartbreak. Right. Volchuk, I actually hated him the first dozen times I watched (laughs) The OC, but with age, I've grown to like and dislike different characters. And weirdly enough, I went from finding Volchuk a repulsive dirtbag to a sexy as all hell dirtbag. Wow. <laughs> I mean, he is so very gorge. easy on the eyes. So yeah. gorge. As for fashion of the week, I give MVF most valued fashionista, which I love that list. We should love, have. love. Goes to the Marvels, Julie and Kirsten. They look like bloody models in this episode. They always do. But this episode, Julie and that black lace top, Kirsten in the red pullover. Their makeup and hair are perfection. And Julie in the white turtleneck dress. Hello, bombshell. I want that dress. Same. They are both amazingly gorgeous women. So. Lastly, I just want to thank you ladies and aunt. Hi, aunt, for doing this, for spreading love and keeping us a little more busy, a little less alone, a little more cheerful, making us all laugh in a very difficult time by continuing to make these podcasts. You are helping us all so much. I could cry, actually. I know. I'm so. <laughs> sure it's not easy with self-isolation to do. So thank you from the bottom of my mushy heart, little Canadian heart. Ray oh, from I the love OC you. County. She says, come play daily games with me for a distraction. Always here for a chat to anyone that's having a hard time or feeling alone. I love that. Oh, thank you, Ray. Very nice. Thank you, Ray. She's so sweet. Woo! Aunt, are you excited for After Dark? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some music in this episode Living Things, Digby Jones, LaRocca, Tom Beck, and Youth Group. How about some fashion? Liz, what do you have? I loved, I feel like this is very typical Marissa, but her hair was like super curly and she was wearing that white shirt with the vest. I'm like, she literally wore that almost exact same outfit last week, but I still love it on her. Yeah, I wrote down the vest too. I like Summer's green tank top in the first scene. Yeah. She's a cami. I liked uh, Sadie's crushed velvet lavender like tank top and then she puts a jean jacket over it before they're leaving to go on their road trip i love that yes i really like sadie's hair too yeah her hair did it get darker this episode it looks a little dark it almost looks like black where last yeah. week it was definitely like more mahogany yeah. it was a break so hair usually that's true right? thank that's, you Anne. so true, true Aunt. i like julie's sequin top 
You know, I really liked it when you saw it from the like the t- the chest down, like chest up, and then once it like opened up, and I saw that it was sequins, I didn't like it as much. Mm. But I did really like the top with the mesh lace thing over it. I thought that looked so good. I wrote down Ryan's gray hoodie because classic, classic. Uh, Julie's white dress just need to take a moment for that gorgeous i can't even i also liked julie's golf attire (laughs) yeah her and you garb (laughs) garb golf garb golf garb i liked marissa's bathing suit in the hot tub yeah yeah and so funny because she looks so much tanner than summer for some reason i'm like oh they both live in california but you know Everyone's different. I would be yes. like just as white as summer, if not whiter. <laughs> yeah, same. I think that's all I have for fashion. Same. Okay, some quotes. Yes, uh, I love. So you think our lives should be more dramatic? N- no, not yours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, with summer, summer and so Marissa. Funny. Marissa's like, wait, you think our lives should be more dramatic? And summer's like, you're right, not yours. <laughs> Definitely not yours. I have Seth. I've got two girls in bikinis trying to seduce me, which sounds awesome, but I'm scared. I'm wet and I'm cold, Ryan. (laughs) Why do you need to towel off, Seth? Uh, Summer, my dad has disastrous taste in women. If I don't step in, he'll wind up with the first money-grabbing slut bag that gets in the backseat of his Maserati. I also had that. Um, I have Summer says, Marissa says, that's not a party. That's a double date. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Julie, if I break a nail, your next fantasy better be a French manicure. Yep. Um, oi, as in ve? Yeah. Loved. So <laughs> Loved. Summer and Seth. Uh, I have the authority to protect this property with legal force. Mm. That was one of, uh, Big the, H's. Yeah, buddies. I was going to say one of his uh, doobie dudes. Yeah. Uh, what goes around comes around. That's completely true for this episode <laughs> should Volchuk. i hire a locksmith oh yeah i like that should i hire a locksmith Volchuk. so if yes. you're gonna be with her then that doesn't mean that oh then does that mean <laughs> your girlfriend is gonna be all alone <laughs> thank you man yeah Volchuk. i love seth when they're talking about uh julie and neil he's like i think they're cute <laughs> yeah and she's got moxie and she's got moxie yeah <laughs> i also love when when Taylor and Seth and Summer, they're all in school and they're sitting on the couch and Summer, I mean, Taylor, she quietly asks Seth if Dr. Roberts still has, you know, the thing. Yeah. And he's, he's like, like oh, no, amoxicillin cleared, cleared, cleared it up. <laughs> so My funny. last quote is, stakeouts are so much cooler in movies. Yes. So Sadie. That was good. All right. Let's do our MVPs. Oi. <laughs> Oi. Yeah. Oi, as in Vey? Oi, as in Vey. <laughs> All right. On three, two, one? Yes. Okay. Three, two, one. Summer. Okay. Who would it list? Who'd you pick? I picked Summer. Oh, I did too. Yeah. She just was. I thought she was the comic relief in this episode. She was re- just looking out for her dad, wants the best for him. And then she really didn't put up a fight when she heard her dad was happy. I mean, granted, we don't know what's in the episodes to come, but she just, I just loved her little spunk in her spirit, and she was, like, pushing Marissa to talk to Ryan because she was trying to be a good friend and just have her, like, admit her feelings and have her friend, you know, not hurt anymore, but 
she could only do so much but i just i enjoyed her very much yeah that's pretty much the reasons i chose her i just liked her being again positive and then the opening scene with her narrating her life so funny that was really funny so summer you you chose volchuk shocker shocker yeah Yeah. volchuk because he the man is hurting the man has feelings but he doesn't know how to express them and he's looking for somebody to share how he feels and you know that's with marissa or he would have taken sadie because i'm sure he would have definitely been able to you know talk with sadie or just be be there and that is mm-hmm. true. Take his yeah. mind off of it. Um, so he's just looking around for somebody to to share his feelings with. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, shittiest? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Three, two, two one. one. Ryan. Ryan. Yep. Yeah. Unanimous. Ryan. But also like Blue Ribbon to Sandy because he yes. was really pissing me off in this episode. Agreed. But Ryan. Yeah. Mm-mm. So I many things I've said. <laughs> no, like everything we already summed up, but also we're so used to Ryan being the fixer and the rescuer. And this is the time where he lets us down with Marissa. And I'm like, no, I don't like how the way you handled this. Yeah, same. He just yeah. didn't handle it right. It wasn't honorable, like how Ryan is usually like a man of like good moral standards, even though he grew up so shitty. Like he just, he just let us down. Yeah, and Ryan is human. I'll give you that, and yeah. you do pop, and you got to do things for you. But no, I don't like how you handled this. All right, same. Yeah. All right, patron of the week. Yay! Yay! It's patron of the it's week. Patron of the week. It's So this week I have chosen someone who was with us for a while actually and started their uh, subscription back in like 2018 and now they're back to the network, Michelle. Michelle. Also another Michelle, yeah. Um, I nicknamed her Mimi because her name in Instagram starts with Mimi so I hope that that's her nickname. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, I love it. It's a cute little name, right? If that's your nickname, let us know. And if not, I hope you like the nickname I have chosen for you. Um, But we're so happy to have you back. And she was the one who sent us questions saying that she, you know, caught up on OC because she knows it's going off of the off of Hulu. And so she was there to support us. And she did tell us that she canceled her Audible subscription just to join our (laughs) Patreon page in this hard time. And so we just are super appreciative of that because... I mean, Audible or like it takes your network. I know it's like <laughs> similar, but <laughs> we're happy you chose to stick around with us. So thank you. Thank you. And thank I hope you. you have fun here. Same. We love having you. All right, Liz. Woo! Are you ready? Yes. Did you hear me clapping? <laughs> I did. Okay. So, an ant as well. Okay. Here is your haiku for season three, episode 17. The journey. Oh, goodness. It's someone's birthday and there will be a party to invite or not. <laughs> um, well, well, I believe it to be Ryan's birthday. And I believe it will be very difficult for him to figure out who he wants at his birthday since he just broke up with Marissa Things are going to be super awkward for a while. Or maybe they won't be. I truly don't remember how it 
probably is down. So he could be, like, really comfortable around her still in front of Seth and Summer. Maybe, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't really place the awkwardness. Like, is it going to be really awkward or is it not going to be? Is he going to invite Sadie to his birthday party? I think so. And that could potentially be bad news if things start to, like, heat up between him and Sadie and then Marissa's there. Also, maybe then if Marissa sees that, I'm just throwing, I'm just going, like, completely off (laughs) track. But Mm -hmm. maybe she'll get mad and see Sadie and Ryan romantic together. And so she'll bust in on Ryan's birthday party and bring Volchok because she knows he hates him. To spite? To spite him, yeah. Yeah. Do you think Neil is finally going to tell Summer? I would hope so. Um, (laughs) It's, like, been enough already at this point. So I'm not really sure because Neil does say he makes, and I made a point to, to mention it, he says tomorrow he wants to meet up with Summer. So does that mean that this episode is the day after or they're just throwing me off with him saying that to Summer? Or unless he just completely doesn't tell her the next day and they have, like, a nice dinner together and now the audience is finally seeing him tell Summer. Yeah, or we see Summer tell Taylor and Seth right, like whoever. She like, already oh, guess knows. what I found out. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I hope so. But, like, how... I don't even think it's going to phase Marissa because... It's like at this point she's so numb, numb to everything and her mom being happy I'm sure she's happy with. So I don't think it's going to phase her. But Summer, she might have a, a little bit of a hard time adjusting to this situation. Yeah. Uh, what about Matt and Maya? I think that's done. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what happens with Matt. I can't remember if we like him when all said and done. So... Um, he seems like an honorable guy to me at this point. Uh, I think let's just, you know, throw it out there again. Maybe he's like, you know what, Sandy, I really like Maya. This is a great opportunity for me, but I want to move to New York with her. Yeah. You know, (laughs) speaking of Matt and I'm just catching on to this because I really don't remember what happens, but we've made it a point now where he has said he will help Marissa anytime he she needs yeah. him twice. Twice. One, he delivers the papers about the hospital. And then when S- Marissa came to Sandy's office and was like, I, you know, I want to talk to the cops, but if you guide me and be my lawyer through this. And he I offers keep- his place up. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like the second thing we're setting up with Matt being there for Marissa. Right. It's true. Yeah. I don't remember what happens. So. Yeah. It's so funny. But he does say, like, when he drops the papers off, <coughs> excuse me, if you need someone to talk to, yeah, I'm here. Right. So right. he could be a good outlet for her. Again, I don't remember. And so if you don't remember, then we're shit out of luck. But, yeah, you know. It's just another resource to use yeah. him as besides just being the guy that works for Sandy. Works for Sandy. Stupid hospital. Saga. Yeah. Right. Ugh. Yeah. That's my favorite like storyline. It is me, not. That's the A <laughs> Stop it. This is business. I love business. 
I it's love so business. boring though. I love business. It's been this ongoing. I'm like, oh my god. It's a long time to build the hospital. No, I get that, and I get that it's realistic that things do take a long time. But for Especially. the viewer, we're like, okay, ready, Especially right? And like, we don't care. even see the hospital. We're just no, we like talking see... about it. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, I mean, they haven't built it yet. What do you want to see? Oh, that's no, true. Plans? That's true. You want to see the plans? Yeah, well, like, I'd the, love like the, to the grounds. The I don't know how many yeah. floors. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's all we have for this week. Cool. Cool. Thank you, everyone who wrote in. Thank you, everybody who is listening. Uh, we so appreciate it. We love the fact that you're with us and that you're enjoying the OC and that this community exists. Mm-hmm. Selfishly, I'm like, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, for everyone uh, who is with us, we appreciate it. If you like what you're hearing, you can check out our Patreon. It takes three network.com. We have behind the scenes. You get the episodes up a day earlier and ad free. And we have some bonus stuff up there as well. If you're an Apple Podcast listener and you haven't already and you are enjoying the show, maybe consider leaving us a review and rating five stars. Five stars is it's a good number, but it's a good number. And <laughs> if you would like to submit any questions or comments, you can find us on Let's Talk OC on all the social media platforms. Let's talk OC at gmail.com if you'd like to send us an email. And if you are an OG listener, stay tuned for after the credits. We go into our after dark after hour segment where we talk everything spoilers, kind of like a group chat hi my name is this is how i'm feeling (laughs) we talk about what's to come so if that's up your alley stay tuned and we hope you guys are staying safe healthy calm all Mm. the things during this tough time definitely physical and mental health everything and thank you aunt for joining thank us you aunt yes thank you aunt i think you'll be back because you're a volchuk lover oh yeah i mean these right. are volchuk heavy episodes so right from now sure. until the end for <laughs> sure all right guys or maybe i'll write in oh you can write oh. in that'd be write fun my feelings. sure write in your feelings uh all right guys we will be back next week all right this is the and fun part dark and can you make us like a little like do 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 like Ooh, sultry yeah kind of thing like a transition <laughs> like a no 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 not like Adam's family or not Adam's family but you like know. slanky Twilight Zone. like you know like, like yeah like uh, we're at like um, a, a speakeasy oh, yeah, or something I could do I could do a loungy night night transition thing I cool like me too okay so could we have like an after dark yes of course <laughs> ooh sultry okay so we have uh you guys our fam sent us some comments and questions for after dark let's go to muse chick vic here we go the beginning of volchuk pursuing marissa Mm. i know he's a bully and a jerk and he's mean but he's hot (laughs) (laughs) i've been binging so much that my brain is fried and he's in my dreams why not sure i don't like him I feel like Volchuk makes Marissa nervous. She doesn't need to walk away because he's there. Mm-hmm. When he was looking at her and he bit his bottom lip, it oh. seemed like he was thinking he wanted her. Probably. She's on, She, on the other hand, seems like she doesn't want to deal with Volchuk at all for now. It's funny because you OG watchers know that the next episode is when they start spending time together. Yeah. 
I think he was thinking more. It was not so much like a sexual thing. It was. I think that was more of a. I want to say something because uh, I need to say something. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. Everyone notices how much Ryan smiles when he's with Sadie, and it reminds me of why I love Taylor. I mm. love Ryan and Taylor because we see Ryan laugh and smile so much more around her. Yeah. She gets him out of his shell. It's not a replacement of Marissa and Ryan. It's a new relationship. One just has a little drama free. Yes. Right. That's so true. And then she made a comment to P-Rock Princess because they said they loved season four. She also loved season th- four. Nice. Anthony, I know you see Volchak as an anti-hero and all, but do you think Volchak really liked Marissa or did he just want to get back at Ryan? No, I think I think part of him, like I, I would say like 25% wants to get back at Ryan, 75% really likes Marissa. Hmm. I mean, you know, like uh, on the front, you know, like what, what, you know, she's one, she's damaged. He's damaged. Um, two, she's very good looking and he's very good looking. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> it's, it's for, um, from him looking on the, out, like from the outside at Marissa, like he, she probably seems like perfect to him. Yeah. Yeah. If she actually let him try, could they have become something? No games. Especially after his talk with Ryan, where it was his turn to look out for Marissa. I remember he does like her a lot. They actually had some nice moments. Or do you think he was always going to wreck the relationship? I don't think so. I think he actually... Like, him and Marissa definitely have some... It's not sweet moments. They do have moments. Yeah. I truly don't remember, so... I mean, I'm excited to watch again to see how I feel about their relationship because I just remember you know first time around I always say how much I couldn't stand Marissa and so it was hard for me to watch her on the screen no matter what she was doing and so when she was with Volchok I was like ugh probably annoyed by it but I want to see how my feelings are now because there are times I can't specifically remember or pinpoint when but Ryan does talk to Volchok and be like you better fucking take care of her Yeah, and he, I mean, Volchek definitely takes it serious. I think he's just unhinged. And so when he realized at the end when Marissa wasn't complying to him and talking to him, that's when he went fucking crazy and drove her off the, you know, the car right. accident. Yeah, I mean, he just doesn't know how to handle his emotions. No, he doesn't. Not at all, he, he, right. Yeah, so he's like, yeah, you know, hot-headed, but... It's like he would, I think he would like to change, but it's... Yeah, he's just damaged. Yeah, he just yeah he doesn't know how to do it. But he you know has no role models, like no good relationship to look at and say like that's how you do it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm interested in seeing like what he would be ten years from then, or even five years from the whole accident. Would he have been someone different, or would he just still be like the same Volchuk? Like who would he turn into? Yeah. Yeah. I think he just spiraled into the worst part of himself. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, because to deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alicia, after dark. Okay, a few things. Was the last episode the last time Ryan and Marissa kiss? Hmm. Do you think Ryan and Marissa thought they would eventually get back together, or do you think they felt this was it? I think she means kiss in general. Gotcha. I think every time they break up, so. it feels like they think it's going to be, that's it. You know, just like a teenager, you know, like, this is the end. Never again. Forever this way. <laughs> you know, like the way you feel Yeah, but love, did you, you think feel... they were going to get back together? Oh. Like, do you I think guess. they felt eventually they would? 
I don't know. Maybe not in this so. I don't know. Maybe not, not yet, at least. Yeah. yeah. So begins the weird stalking of Volchuk with Marissa. What is up with that? He just keeps That's showing stalking. up and lurking. And it's not lurking, it's stalking. At her house, places she's at, it's creepy. It is fucking creepy. It is. And I would feel very unsafe if I was Marissa. I, I, can, I, can, I can definitely see feeling unsafe. I don't think that's how he is meaning it to come off. No, of course not. But. No, well, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, stalkers don't really mean it. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I just want to see you. Yeah, yeah. there's nothing yeah. wrong here. Also, I found some interesting trivia on, uh, on it that is relevant to where we are in the season. There are spoilers. So this is what she says. Character error. In the pilot episode, Ryan says he is 17. Each season has a hmm. year because of a Christmaka episode. Ryan doesn't turn 18 until late season three, meaning he was 17 for three years. Yeah, it's true. Hmm. Uh, continuity in season three, when Ryan is with Sadie in the pool house, Seth finds the door locked when he tries to enter and states, when did the door ever have a lock? Ryan mentions he added it for privacy. In season one, when Haley has a huge New Year's party, she locks them in the pool Yeah, house. she does. Oh. So true. Continuity in season three, when Ryan was seeing Sadie and was unsure about asking Marissa to come to his birthday party. This is what's happening mm-hmm. next episode, okay, by good. the way. The calendar on the Cooper's wall had the number 19 circled as Ryan's birthday. <laughs> and the next day was indicated as the first day of spring, which would be in March. In the last season, Ryan is pursuing a scrapbook. Oh, in the last season, Ryan is pre-using a scrapbook put together by Taylor, which had included their hospital bracelets when they both were in a coma. Ryan's bracelet read 9586. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's like just because it was in the prop room. Yeah, right. (laughs) I have no recollection of them getting into a car accident together, though. No, they get into a coma. Yeah, coma. Yeah, I don't remember that though. That's oh, season four, Christmaka. That so Taylor and Ryan they fall off a roof, mm-hmm. and it becomes Bizarro World. And Julie and Sandy are married, and uh. Kirsten and Jimmy are married, and Summer is like <laughs> she's pretty much a noopsie. Oh my god. And Seth, what is with Seth? I don't remember I what. I think he was just like a loser because he never. Yeah, really, I think Seth's a loser. Him. But Ryan thinks he sees Marissa, and then there's the letter. It's very emotional. Yeah. Mm. It's my favorite Christmas because I say it every episode. I don't remember them <laughs> going into. I, I sort of remember the bizarro world, but I don't remember how he got there. So. Oh, it's interesting. So uh, oh, she said these are the, gro- the goofs that I found on Amazon when trying to figure out how I'm going to stream after tomorrow. Huh. Cool. Also addresses our questions about the age jumping. And (laughs) then she asks, are we doing anything fun during quarantine? Mm. Cleaning out a lot of stuff. Yeah, Michelle is working. Anna's working. (laughs) Yeah, my life, I have like this weird new normal. I get up a little bit later, but I work eight hours straight. And then as soon as 4.30 comes, I run outside to go on an hour walk. That's great. I've like pent up energy and I've been calling Krista because I'm like, I need to talk to somebody. I've been working eight hours straight at the The cats won't even hang out with me. (laughs) Yeah, but then I've been going to bed like after midnight. Oh, same. My sleep schedule is so fucked. It's It's awful. It's so bad. Okay, and then we have have a couple of more. So, love that you guys are with us. These are the best. 
Okay, back to Ray, the OC County. One, do you think if Volchuk met Marissa a year before she met Ryan, Volchuk would have been her Ryan? No. 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 He doesn't yeah. have it in him to, yeah, to fight to what? Like, fight. He would have fought Luke, but like not for ah, Marissa. Oh, yeah. He oh would have fought God. Luke for sure. Luke versus Volchuk. Probably like on the beach at a party. Yeah. 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 Would Ryan still have stolen her heart as soon as he came into her life? Like would have Ryan, I think Like so. a year later? No, like she's saying if she met Ryan, Volchuk would have been her Ryan or would have Ryan still have stolen her heart as soon as he came into her life? Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, he would have. I think so. Two, do you think if season one, not so tortured and lost Marissa, met Volchuk, their relationship would have been different? I think, uh, I don't, I don't think she would have hung out with him. (laughs) Yeah. Also, though, Marissa did a lot of partying and... Yeah, she was trying to find herself for a while, so maybe she would get involved. Maybe. And then three, do you wish Ryan didn't break up with Marissa? Do you also think this is the moment he looks back on in season four? This is the moment he realized he made a mistake. No, I don't think from when I first watched it, I never felt like they were endgame in my eyes. And even me watching it again, I still don't feel that way. Uh, I definitely have more opinions about him and Sadie now, though, because I, I remember liking them in the beginning. But now I'm just like, mm, I don't know. We'll see the progression of that again. I don't really remember. Uh, and I know it was really short lived, too. So maybe that's why I liked it. <laughs> but I I just Marissa and Ryan, I don't in my heart. I just felt like they are not endgame. And I still don't. And I think Ryan was better off. And I think she was better. Of course, not better off because. <laughs> She ends up with Volchuk and everything that happens with that. But she could have been better off if they would have ended things sooner, I think. I don't know. I'm so torn because I haven't liked Ryan with anybody else. I like him with Taylor, but I always preferred him with Marissa. And I always preferred Marissa with Ryan. But did I think they were endgame? No. So I'm not really sure how I feel. So true. Because I... I don't know the the moments we have Ryan and Marissa together. I'm like, wow, I I really love them. Yeah, I I like Ryan and Taylor the best. Though. Me too. I love Ryan and Taylor. I mean, at, the last episode, like, why didn't we see anything of what happened with Ryan and Taylor? They just like we see the wedding of Seth and Summer. We like flash forward to it, but it, there's n- we never see what happens. Yeah, true. But I don't think Ryan and Taylor were supposed to be Endgame either. No, no. I don't know who Ryan's just supposed to be happy with himself, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's got a which is fine. Himself. You know what? I always did like him with Teresa. I know I, I, I liked him with Teresa. They don't ever go back together, though, right? I know we do see her. She comes. They don't know, but they she does come back. Yeah, I, I remember with the with yeah. the kid and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And also with prom. Oh, so I prom. love the prom episode. Yeah. Okay. And then last but not least, we have Tish. I always thought season three was my favorite. Weird, right? <laughs> but I'm realizing that as I'm listening to the pod that I actually forgot a lot of minor details post Johnny details. Like I remember that Ryan and Sadie have a thing, but I forgot why she leaves. I remember Volchuk and Ryan breaking into a house, but don't remember all the details. Oh, Yeah. Anyway, question for Aunt. What is your honest opinion of Sadie? Uh, I kind of nothing Sadie. You know, I just, you know, she's just there. 
I remember like when we were watching this episode, like kind of every time she was on the screen, I was like, eh. Like, yeah. I just like, it's just like a reason for Ryan to break up with Marissa. She's just, right. I think she's just a catalyst. I never like nice to see another interesting person, but she's not even anything that I think of like, oh yeah, Sadie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like I, I actually like a hundred percent forgot about her until I saw her. I was like, oh yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Who do you think is another character on the level of like, oh yeah, I forgot about them. Like Matt? Yeah. Obviously yeah. Lindsay. No. Well, Lindsay has... No, you don't forget about Lindsay. You don't forget about Lindsay. Oh, I completely forgot. And so did John. We both had no recollection of Which her. Which is crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. I definitely... I don't know why. She, obviously, she's someone I would never forget because of Anne's hatred for her. <laughs> but also the fact she's Caleb's illegitimate daughter. Right. Yeah. I've totally forgot about that entire thing. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Flashbacks. That's awful. Yeah, him and him and Ryan. Her and Ryan were the worst. Oh, absolutely, were the worst. Yeah. Like, if sure. we're gonna rate relationships, I definitely think Sadie's better than Lindsay. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, oh definitely. Yeah, yeah. I I would take a neutral feeling versus like just like, hatred. Oh, get off the screen. Yeah. Yeah. Stop. Yeah, I guess <laughs> Matt too. Matt's pretty forgettable. I forgot yeah. about Matt. Yeah. yeah. I bet I'm forgetting some other people too. <laughs> I know. And we get so many guest stars to come. Yeah. And then like I forgot about the bullet until. Same. Uh, when Bobby came. Yeah. Because Bobby mentioned the bullet. And I'm like, oh my God, I totally I forgot the, the bullet, bullet exists. Same. What a, that is such a weird, this is such yeah. a weird such a character. character. That comes in. I mean, season four is just filled with like weirdness. We have Chris yeah. Brown. Who's yeah. like dates yeah. Chris dates Pratt, Caitlin. right? Yeah. Chris, Chris Pratt, Pratt Che, yeah. Who plays Che Summers, you know. He's college. annoying. But yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, good stuff, guys. Thank you for Yeah, thank you guys. As always. Um yeah, I'm I'm very excited. I'm sad that it's leaving Hulu, but we'll keep watching. Yeah, yeah. Michelle and I have a system, but yes. hopefully everyone else will figure out how to watch it. <laughs> I was thinking, you know, hopefully we I think we do a pretty good job recapping the episode, so yeah. hopefully people will be filled in even if they're not able to watch it. Right, right. But then there's like the newbies that you hope I know can still get some footage somehow. What yeah. is it going to HBO? May well, HBO in May, but it leaves Hulu on Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. yeah, sucks. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you, and until next week, hopefully, we'll have a new um, After Dark After Hours song. Yeah, yeah. After hopefully, dark. yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye.